My name is Jablani Masilela and welcome to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Now I'm a firm believer that whatever social ills or injustices that you see in your very own nation, country, community, society, be it church, workplace or otherwise, that you ought to be that very change. You ought to be that quintessential example of the very change that you desire to see in your community. Now on this podcast you will learn not only from myself but various guests as well who are being about that change, who are the advocates of that very change they wish to see in their living space. This man we have here for you today is a really special guest. He can make you or anyone literally stand out, okay? And basically taking you from an ocean of a lot of things to a lake of just distinction, okay? His strategies and his will, his drive has have been able to land him interviews and basically be endorsed and interviews the likes of Jillian Michaels, who basically is the world's number one fitness entrepreneur, Bruce Buffer, the voice of the ultimate fighting championship, and last but not least, JT Fox, the world's number one wealth and business coach. Ray Gomez, welcome, brother. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me here. No, thank you for uh, thank you for accepting the invite. And uh, so, people are curious. People are really curious. You know, we have an audience here of literally people from Kenya, Malawi, the United Kingdom, the U.S. We have also parts of Germany and also Latvia as well. So we, qu- we have quite a wide range of audience here. And so maybe just to give us a little bit of a background, from, it's always great to hear it from the horse's mouth of who Ray Gomez is and what's so special, what's so great about Ray. Yeah, definitely. So um, just to start off here, I was born in Malaysia. Uh, so I spent my first 15 years growing up in Malaysia. Uh, you know, been through a lot in Malaysia. We, we wasn't from a wealthy family. So uh, one story I always say, I got an opportunity to one time join Manchester United Soccer Club uh, to go into the academy. Uh, but due to financial reason, I couldn't make that a reality, right? So, uh, so, uh-huh. so that was a big bummer. Uh, but, you know, growing up, I would say... Uh, Watching Bollywood movies always kind of intrigued me into becoming a dancer and an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, and, and I always wanted to, you know, get an MBA. And so I worked my way up through school. Um, but I wasn't, you know, the typical school. I was always being bullied, you know, part of growing up from a poor family. You get made fun of from the rich family, right? So, uh, <laughs> so it was always getting bullied. And, uh, and then when I was 15, my mom... Uh, married my stepdad who was in the military for the United States and we moved here um, it was just me my mom and my younger brother no family members and uh, it was a hard uh, transition right English was different uh, had to relearn English uh, make uh, make new friends and uh, you know thankfully I joined the soccer team in my high school I wasn't the best player on the team but I got a lot of experience and I got a lot of experience learning from my coach, how he coached a team, how he managed a team, 
uh, I think that's when part of my coaching instinct started to develop. So uh, I graduated from high school, um, didn't get any scholarships to go to university. So I had to work four jobs and go to a two-year college. And, um, and then from there, I had another opportunity to then uh, walk on to a college to play soccer on a full-ride scholarship. But uh, two days before my uh, walk-on, I was in a car accident. And, um, and uh, ever since then, life took a big turn. I lost all of my jobs. I was physically, emotionally paralyzed for six months. I could barely walk. I was just in bed um, thinking, why me? Uh, but one day I just woke up and just said, you know what, I want a different life. So I started teaching myself how to walk again, how to crawl pretty much, uh, all over <laughs> again. And, uh, I went nine months without getting a job. Um, medical bills was piling up. I had to take some loans out. Uh, but thankfully, um, my current position with Cutco Cutlery in the U S they gave me an opportunity that's where I actually learned how to be an entrepreneur, sales guy, branding. Uh, but I was the kind of guy that didn't want to ask for help. I wanted to do everything by myself. And uh, so for eight years, Sounds familiar. <laughs> I struggled. So part of why I wasn't successful in eight years is because I wanted to do everything by myself, not get coaching, not listening to my manager. Um, I was not a bad manager, but I could have been a great manager, but it was my ego and my pride that, that took the best out of me. So anyways, um, long story short, I did achieve a lot with Cutco back then. I decided to step down for Cutco for two and a half years to work for a technology company. Kind of want to see what the corporate world looks like. Making good money, but I wasn't happy at all. Um, I got married and then I got divorced. I uh, had a stepdaughter and wasn't able to see her after the divorce. And that took a toll. That took a toll. I went to a very dark spot. I started drinking and partying and then eventually attempting suicide. Um, but I had a near-death experience and a miracle happened to me eight years later, um, which I wrote a book it's called The Mindset Principle, How I Changed My Adversity uh, to Transform Me to Who I Am Today. And... And then, uh, yeah, I went through a vic uh, eviction notice. Uh, my car got stolen. My bank account got wiped out. So I literally lost everything that led to the suicide uh, attempt. And then thankfully, uh, my wife saved me. And then from there on, I would say I owe my career to Polly and JT Fox, uh, who took me in. Um, we had another coaching. We lost $60,000. They took me under their wings and uh, made me the, am the man that I am today. And now currently with Cutco, after two and a half years, I came back. I'm currently the number one premier Cutco sales professional in the world, uh, which is in my category. So this year, I'm going for the Silver Cup. So got six months left. So it's, uh, it's more do or die for me this year. So that's a little long story short of where my journey began. Wow. What you've had one hell of a ride, Ray. <laughs> and I'm only just starting. Just starting. <laughs> Very interesting. And, you know, I thought you looked familiar there that uh, I think I've seen someone like you playing for Manchester United. You probably did. 
No, yeah. probably not. I mean, obviously, that's another thing, too. So, obviously, Manchester United um, got to play in Ronaldo, which we all uh, know of right now. So, yeah. But um, that led to why I changed my brand name into Ray, because Ronaldo was always a comparison. So, I don't use my first uh-huh. name because of the bullied and everything. And I was always compared to Ronaldo. And I was like, I wanted to create my own identity. And growing up, everyone calls me Ray anyway. You know, my mom told me that after two miscarriages, I was very lucky by a minute to survive. So she named Ray of Hope. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make Ray my brand name. So that's how the whole brand Ray Ray Gomez came. So Ronaldo is is now just Ray Gomez. So Wow, that's... No, thank you for sharing that, Ray. That's a, it's a very interesting story there. Um, and uh, it's very ins- inspirational. Thank you for sharing that. So having had the journey that you've had so far in your life, and like you've rightfully said, it's continuing. It's not, uh, it's not the end of it. It's really ongoing. And so we, I just want to pick on your brain when it <laughs> comes to something that, most of us actually do, but we don't realize that we're doing it. So, but I want to pose it in the form of a question to you. Why do you think people are so afraid of selling themselves? Where does that come from? Whether they're selling themselves or a product or service investment, it doesn't matter. Why are people afraid of selling themselves or whatever they're presenting? Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that's factor, right? We all have our own I say demon of fear of, of selling ourselves. I mean, that's a couple of things. Number one is the environment we grow up, right? Are we growing up in a positive environment and influential? And also what kind of influence environment are we growing up? Is it positive or negative, right? Because at the end of the day, we always look up to the people around us and whoever our leader is. Right. The human, uh, this is something that when I started with um, Tony Robbins, uh, I'm a certified life coach as well with Tony's team, um, is that people always want to feel appreciated. People want to feel like they belong. So depending on who are influencing us, um, that's where we lead to what are they doing? What are they selling as a team leader? So whatever the leader is selling, eventually the followers will follow, right? whether you're an upcoming rising star, that. Second thing is your uh, confidence, your self-belief, right? Most people think that I'm not good enough. And for years, I struggle with that. Why am I not good enough? Why can I be a soccer player? Why can I be rich? Why, like, that always the why. We are so easy into the negative of the why versus thinking about why not me, right? Why not me? Why, why can I learn more? Why can I study extra? Why can I... Uh, go take extra soccer lessons, right? Whatever that may be. So it's that self-confidence that we're so influenced into more of the negative versus the positive. Um, and also the word sales, right? I mean, sales is a scary topic. I mean, if public speaking is the number one fear, I think sales should be second because, yeah. I mean, when we think about sales is what? Pushy, um, you know, car salesman, right? Realtors, like they're all like commission, 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 right? Uh, so it's not about taking care of your clients. So there's so many factors to go in it. But what it boils down to really is if you look at sales, it's more of a 
problem solving, right? I'm an expert in my field to solve your problem, right? Why do we go to a doctor when we're sick? They are the expert. They know how to take care of us, right? Well, they got to sell themselves to make sure that they can convince you that they're going to take good care of you, right? Like if you, if you have to have surgery, right? You probably want someone who's done the surgery maybe, what, 10, 20 years with practice compared yeah, to someone yeah. who's like one or two years doing them by itself, right? Well, everyone has to start somewhere. As a doctor, this may be your first surgery that you're doing yourself, but you can go in there and be like, hey, guys, please trust me. This is my first surgery. <laughs> you know, you got yeah. to sell like, hey, look, I've been doing this for 10 years. You may, this is maybe your first surgery, but you have been practicing with your, you know, your expert, your mentors, you've been to school. So all that take 10, 20 years of experience that you got to be able to sell to your potential patient that you are the right person for it, right? That's so, right. So yeah, you got to be able to sell yourself. And, and what people want to do is people want to do business with someone who they can trust that they're in good hands. So sales is just a problem solver, no matter what field you're in, right? If, you, if you're a mechanic, well, your job is to convince your client that you're going to take good care of your car or your truck. So. You know, Ray, you said something at the start of this, that environment I think you mentioned something about the environment that you grew up under or the environment that you're exposed to. And I think that's very key because it also ties in back some way, somehow to your childhood as well. You know, where you, was there always positive reinforcement or were you bullied or how, how did your parents nurture you? You know, did they allow you to do things, you know, that are creative? Was there any uh, self-negative talk or some others talking negatively about you? You know, all those things actually come into play. And like I said earlier, like a lot of us, we actually don't realize that we're all in sales. For example, Ray, if you saw a movie that you absolutely loved, right? And you started talking to me and say, hey, Jabu, you know, have you watched uh, Home Alone? You know, and I said to you, no, I haven't. And you started talking about it with excitement, with that zeal, that enthusiasm. That's, re that's actually you selling without selling, you know. And yep. it's, a, it's something that a lot of us do unconsciously. And I like how you explained it, that. It's more of providing solutions. Selling is not selling. You're basically providing solutions to problems for people. And yeah, thank you for, for making it so yeah. very uh, relatable, if I may call it that. I mean, to be honest, we, we started selling since we were babies, right? And we were hungry. <laughs> what do we do? We cry. That's right. So we cry and cry and cry, right? Until we get food. So it's it, it sometimes, again, going back to that environment, who are influencing you on the subject, right? How successful are they in that subject? Because sales is something, no matter how much we try, we can never escape. We're always going to be selling one way or another. But how you approach that sales, that's going to define if people want to be around you or people don't want to be around you. 
Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true because even like the excitement that you have, you know, the energy, the zeal that you have, that's part of the process of selling, you know, and yep. uh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, Ray, uh, I have to ask you this, okay? Someone may be listening here and thinking to themselves, hey, uh, how do I even develop a product that I can sell or, or render useful service? Where do I even start? You know, I don't know where to start. I, I hear you, Ray, you're saying that, you know, uh, sales is, is not selling, it's providing pro uh, solutions. So where do I even start? What would you say to such a person? What advice or counsel would you have for them? Uh, number one, a lot, lot of research and a lot of testing, right? Um, even until today, I test my product. How good is my product really is? How good is my service really is? So I'm always testing something. But at the end of the day, you know, one thing that I used to do is uh, my first job was working at Subway restaurant, right? And I was just the guy that was told you have two minutes to fix the sandwich and get your customer out of the door. From the moment they step in the door, you got two minutes to get them in and out. So when, when I started with Subway, across from the restaurant was a hospital. So during lunchtime, we were swarm like two minutes we got to get people out in one minute right but then what happens is i ask myself how can i utilize this time to learn so what i would do is whenever there's a doctor or a business guy or a lawyer that will come in uh with your suit and tie and looks really nice right or a lady that dressed up very professional while i'm making their sandwiches i would ask questions like hey what do you do for a living what is your position? How long did it take you to get there? What sacrifice did you have to make, right? And I started listening to all the successful people and I kind of like, wow, success is not overnight. You got to actually put work, right? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, crap. Okay, I got to work. So, so I kept asking that questions, right? And then I picture myself, okay, I want to look good in a suit. Now, do I want to have a big suit or do I want one that, that's fitting, right? How am my image is going to be, you know, talk about people, Will people come around me or they're just like, oh, he doesn't know how to dress, right? Like there's so many different questions. Um, to be honest with you, if you ask me that I thought I would be selling knives for my career, heck no, right? That's sometimes <laughs> that I don't want to sell knives, right? But I understand the quality, I understand the product, and I went to a lot of training on why the product works. We have a lot of different ideas. You know, I wanted to start a consulting company to help kids, how to teach them, how to um, interview for jobs, find jobs, how to answer questions, right? That is something that I wanted to do. So what I have to do is figure out why college are not teaching this in school. Like why are students don't even know how to apply for jobs after they graduate from a four-year degree school? Like, you know, this is something that I'm constantly testing and how I can implement that. Um, you know, I tried selling products like jaw openers, ice cream scoops. Like, it wasn't as exciting, right? It was a product. Yeah, people buy a lot. So my thing is that find what you're passionate about. What do you really want to do? And don't be afraid to test it out. If you like sewing, great. What do you want to sew? 
clothes, flags. Um, you know, there's so many different types of sewing you could do, but figure out what you, you're passionate about. So the way that to figure out what you really want to sell, what you want to do, is figure out what you're excited about. That's where you start making the money. Because when you start selling something you're passionate about and the income comes in, now you can branch off into testing other products, other services, right? Um, if you want to go into consulting or coaching, don't go in there with only one year of experience. Do you have at least seven to 10 years of experience that you've been in the situation? Like what, one thing I always ask when I interview someone, what was your hardest adversity and how did you come out of it? Because I want to yeah. know what you're willing to go through from adversity. Because champions are not born or made when things are going good. Champions are made when they fought through adversity and got out of it. Right? So you got to ask yourself, what is the adversity? How did I come out of it? And now how can I implement what I've learned? So it, it, it's hard to say, I mean, what product is good and like, you know, you can say, oh, real estate is great. Yeah, real estate is booming right now. But do you have the right coaches to guide you there? Is it something you're really passionate about? Because no matter how good of a salesperson you are, if you're not passionate about something, you're not good at all. <laughs> so That's, That is so true. That is so true. You know, from what you've just shared, Ray, I've taken away, I would say two things. Number one is you got to be curious, remain curious, ask questions, right? And be inquisitive. Seek ways that you can learn and improve yourself. Yep. And second that I got from what you said is that you got to put in the work. It's not just going to happen. You know, you got to put in the work and Last but not least, if I may add, the third one is that you need to test things out. You know, try out different things, see what works, see the response. And, you know, because it doesn't mean that the first product that you come up with is the product or it's the best thing ever. Maybe the fifth, the seventh thing that you come up with is the one that might be really, really helpful, you know, to the end user, you know, so... Thank you so much for that insight. And yep. uh, you can, I can see that you are a really driven someone and that you've really uh, turned some of the adversities that you faced in your life into wins, right? You didn't sit and complain about it. You know, we all have rough patches in our lives at some point, at some stage, but you can't remain in it. You can't stay in a rut. You have to find a way to break through it. You know, so Ray, before we let you go, where and how can people contact you if they wanted to reach out to you or uh, get to know more about you or your products and services, where and how can they contact you? Yeah, for sure. But I want to add one more thing about any times to branding a little bit. Just because you're starting out with something and you are too afraid to put it on social media or you're too afraid to test a product out or services, don't be afraid to fail. Because it may take you a couple of years before you are where you are, but that branding of how you started and where you are is called Guru. So don't ever be afraid of putting out content that, that you feel that you have a passion out there. 
and try and test it. Get feedback. That's how you build your brand. Because when you be successful, they can say, wow, look at Jabu 10 years ago. He started at nothing. He probably didn't even know how to interview someone. But look at him now having an audience in front of, you know, so many different countries. But they see that journey. That is what branding is about. It's the journey that you take from start to where you are and where you're going to be. So don't be afraid to test it out. And if people want to be negative to you, then they're not going to be around you anyway, right? Those are not the people you want. So yeah. believe in yourself and keep going. So if you want to learn more about me, you could go to my website. It's Ray, R-A-Y-G-O-M-E-S.com. Uh, you could schedule a time to meet with me or social media. Send me a message and, uh, you know, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And, um, but yeah, I'm open to always uh, give back to the community, uh, to the people that help me get to where I am. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the man. He's always available and never be afraid to fail. I think those are really great lessons that they are very important in the journey of success that you have to try things out. And it, the, the, the great thing is you have to just start. Start exactly where you are and test things out and get feedback. That's one thing that's very important. Get the right mentors, get the right coaching and get the right feedback. Thank you once again, Ray. And uh, keep well. Adios. You got it. I'm Jablan Masilela, and you've been listening to Be The Change with Jabu podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate this podcast, and also to leave us a review and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Jabu underscore coach and on Facebook at Jablani C. Masilela. Thank you for listening.